mission the other day. Got me in here. Looking for one of them. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're We're old. live. Welcome to Main Street. Welcome, welcome, Stephen. How we doing? Doing, doing good. Nate, how we doing? I'm doing, I'm doing all right. You guys got a drink? You want a toast? Yeah, I got a. You want a toasty poo? A toast. Yeah, a little, we got a uh, toast. Some teas and to some the body armor. To the Cheers. Cigarettes. And microphones. Yeah. Oh, that's good uh, stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, so was that lady fine? Yes. Yeah. Hit her head. Mike got a concussion. Yeah, Stephen was telling us right before we started recording, he was in an accident. And everyone was fine? Yep. Dude, cars are so fucking good now. That would be a fatality. 30 years ago, that would be a dead body in that car. Well, if she had a passenger, they'd be dead, probably. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't be feeling very good. But I mean, even solo. Mm. I mean, she had curtain airbags on the whole inside, and... They got those um, pressure points in the cars where the car collapses in on itself away from the cabin. Like, they're so safe now. Yeah, she got lucky. I think in the end she might have gotten a concussion, but hopefully. Just kidding. Yeah, a concussion is like <laughs> so you remember that you fucked up. Yeah. If you walked away without a scratch, that would kind of be that would be bad juju, I think. That was a pretty stupid move. Hopefully she learned from this, well, not to just not just to turn and like in front almost of a big like truck. you don't value your life and just oh hopefully there's nobody coming. Yeah. Yeah, you were driving truck and she pulled out in front of you, fully like loaded. completely stupid. Yep. I can see why sometimes when you like are in a rush to turn left though, because I've gotten rear-ended before, and sometimes I feel like oh someone's gonna rear-end me if I don't turn quickly. Yeah, but she was. But there was nobody behind. There was her. no one behind yeah. her. Now for like. A thousand feet, and yeah. she was tailgating the truck be in front a, of her. A lot better off getting rear-ended than T-boned, probably by a dump truck. So. <laughs> getting rear-ended would fucking suck, though. Definitely shook me up when it happened to me. You know, I, <clears throat> I barely felt it too. Oh, well, yeah, you're way up above the accident. Yeah, yeah. You're in a, a vehicle that weighs ten times as much. Was but it loaded? Fully loaded. Hell you could have yeah. kept driving, huh? Yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, that truck probably wanted just needed like a new headlight or something. Not uh, even. Headlight, grill, bumper, new front oh, tires. Yeah. Just because when she spun around, she uh, scuffed the sidewall, the steer tires. And with trucks, you don't want to, you know, yeah, it was a scuff, but. Yeah, those will blow. Sidewall, yeah, yeah you don't want to, you know. 
potentially blow out like, later on down the road. So Especially with a full it. load in or something. It'd be a nightmare. It's a but, lot of weight to stop. But yeah, no, uh, probably twelve to $16,000 in damage for us. Nice. Yeah, but... Holy shit! $12,000 to fix just like the couple front the bumper cosmetics alone. of the yep. truck? Bumper alone was like two thousand dollars really the grill Didn't itself need a radiator? no nope. like oh because the grill's like a barn door no the steel. grill like the front of it it's yeah like a, it's like plastic but uh the grill alone was like three grand headlights Wait, those aren't 500 even metal in their three grand it's like a like a plastic metal it's i i don't know it's like probably like a aluminum oh okay or some you know <laughs> plastic <Cheap>. metal. <laughs> I know what you mean. Some sort plastic, of alloy or plastic metal alloy. Yeah, some sort of substitute, but it's yep. still not cheap. No, nope. damn. Headlight. He- headlight. Just for one headlight for those trucks are like five, six hundred dollars. Fuck. That'd be a good daily driver. I've had a headlight out in my car for like three months. Yeah, you only need one. It's Until a low beam though, so fuck it. it would yeah, so suck you if they just both r- went out. Just huh? run. It would suck if the other one went out too. <laughs> Well, I guess if, if the other one went out, I wouldn't be able to drive it at night. And I work second shift, so. Just run high beams at all times. I would. I, if guy. I fucking didn't have headlights, I'd have to high beam everyone and just wave out the window. Hopefully they see me. Back in the day when I owned my Passat, I had to lose a headlight like every other week. <clears throat> That's awesome. So like low beam, driver's side would go out. And then the passenger side would go out. And I'd replace them. And then the passenger would go out in the driver's side. It did that for like a month and a half. And Wait, so at one point, did you have both headlights out at the same time? Oh, yeah. And at the time, I was broke. You Low know? beams? Yeah. So I just ran with my high beams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was that guy. I did that one time. That's how I got pulled over. Um, I've only been... No, I've been pulled over twice. Um, the first time, though, I had a low beam out. And I was driving down 302 through Westbrook where it's real straight before the fire barn. With no license. Yeah, I was just on my permit at the time. But I was commuting to and from work, so I was like, you know, this is how I get to work. I just have a permit right now. Like, you know, it is what it is. It's not legal, but I know how to drive. I wasn't getting into an accident. I wasn't speeding. What ended up happening was, because I had that low beam out, I kept my high beams on because I was so fearful of being pulled over. And that's ironically what got me pulled over because I passed that cop and he flashed his lights at me to turn my high beams off and I didn't. So then he pulled me over on suspicion of being like drunk because it was like midnight and I was driving home from work. (laughs) So he pulls me over and he was like, did you know your high beams are on? And I was like, oh, uh, no, I lied. I should have immediately been like, I have a headlight out and I didn't want to get pulled over, but I lied. And I was like, oh, no, I, I'm, you know, I'm tired. I'm on my way home from work. I'm sorry. I didn't, I forgot that I had my high beams on or whatever. He's like, all right, give me your license then. And I was like, oh, by the way. I don't have one. I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> oh, that, I was kidding. That actually was the case. Yes. I was oh, like, yeah, shit, I don't have I a driver's license. That. I just have a permit. <laughs> and he's like, okay, where are you coming from? Work. Where are you going? Home. Where's home? Three miles from here. It's like a five-minute car drive. He's like, all right, call somebody, and they're going to come get this car. I'm going to run your, like, because I had a state ID. He's like, I'm going to run your ID, and you better not have any warrants or, (laughs) you know, anything out for it. And I was like, I've never been in trouble. So he goes, I'm going to let you call 
he had to run all my shit. It took him a couple minutes. He's like, while I'm running the stuff, call around and get someone to come get this car and you out of here in the next eh, 10 minutes. Or I'm putting you under arrest and impounding your car. And I was like, Sweet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I spam called my roommates who were five minutes away, but they worked early in the morning. And it was midnight and it was a shitty thing to do, but I had that or jail waiting for me. So I called them like 30 times in a minute. And my roommate eventually, thank God, he answered and came and got me. Who was that? Corey. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah when you're yeah, I was living here. in Portland and I was like two minutes from home. And of course, that's where I get pulled over. So... um he had to drive it. I couldn't even drive it off the side of the road. He drove it to a parking lot um, up the street, and then the cop gave us a ride back down the street to uh, his car, and then we drove home. And he was cool about it, but he was pissed. Yeah. He was very upset that he had to do that, which rightfully so, and I apologized, and I was very grateful. But uh, he told me this thing that I've never really forgotten. He was said, I'm never going to bring this up again. This isn't going to be something I rub in your face or use against you in an argument. You know that this fucking sucks. Corey said that? Yeah. yeah. He's like, you know this fucking sucks, but I'm never going to bring this up again. Yeah. This is over. When we get home, I'm never going to talk about this again. That's cool. But now, he, I think now he might have sensed how embarrassed I was. Yeah. Because I was already embarrassed to have to be driving without a license because I was just avoiding doing my driver's test because I didn't have the confidence to think I would pass it. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm calling, he's got to get up at like four in the morning to be a lumberjack. And I'm yeah. calling him at like 1245 to come drive <laughs> in like a January night. That's a friend. To come right there. get me. Yeah. True friend. If I was any more than five minutes away, though, he said I'd be on my fucking own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're and walking. now here you are talking about it. Yeah. And, you know, that was something that I've always tried to emulate from Corey, something I always really respected. And wanted to like almost give back is to like let that shit go. Yeah. Like ha- having to do something for somebody and then them rub it in your face after. Yeah, that's even if you're friends, even if it's a joke, it sucks. Yeah. That's it cool of him. Corey's a good dude. Yeah. That was I don't know. I just respected it so much. It was so I'd never had anyone stop and say something like that to me before. Yeah, that's awesome. Some wise words of wisdom. Yeah. And he never did. Never, ever brought it up. I mean, I brought the story up and would joke about it, and he would laugh. <laughs> and uh, he thought it was a funny story that I w- could tell sometimes. But no, he never never rubbed it in never, my face. Yeah. And I was like, I fucking had to wake up at 3 in the morning, <laughs> motherfucker. You know, he could have been like a dick about it. Like his brother. Nah, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. No, we no, love Clint. It's always good. Everybody, everybody uh, helps each other out. It's always good when somebody needs help and... Yeah, it's always good when people can do that. We've yeah, all we've rules. all done stupid stuff. I mean, yeah. maybe some more than others. Yeah, like you. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Although none of us have gotten in, you know, trouble with the law. Yeah. I somehow. mean, we've had brief run-ins, but none of us have ever sustained like yeah. illegal or immoral activity by some grace of God. No. A couple criminal speeding tickets, but you got speed I lived tickets? and learned. Yeah. I've never even gotten a speed in How fast are you going? One of them. This is a Law and Order episode. Yeah, you're going to be, uh, this is going to be sent to an investigation. 
This is crimes and punishments. 80 and a 45. 80 and a 45? Yep. That's moving. Where was that? Uh, The double lanes in Raymond. Oh, man, I go 80 through there all the time. <laughs> Dude, it was... If there was a cop ever at that, like, decommissioned post office down then there, they'd be around me, like, by the time... Dude, <laughs> I get... I was going 100 through there last week. You know what pisses nice. me off? It was at midnight. There was no one there. That's yeah, okay. There might have been one guy that I absolutely <laughs> disappeared on, but there's no one there. It's okay, then. Yeah, I'm not doing it at 4 p.m. Right. I was dealing with a group of cars going 20 under the speed limit. Oh man! That's and so, oh, dude, all the way from Wyndham to there, and I had enough of it. Couldn't pass him because it was traffic, middle of summertime. Oh, that's a dream. So I get in the left lane. I blow by him. Didn't realize I was doing the eighty miles an hour, oh, yeah. six hundred miles an hour. And of course, my exhaust was broken, right, right behind. Uh, oh, the, was that the cat? So it was like sounded like it was straight pipe. Was that in your? Oh, your my fusion. Your fusion, yeah. <laughs> so that. I'm going up the hill, and all of a sudden I see a Cumberland County Sheriff come whipping around the corner, coming down the hill with his blue lights on, going to a call. 80 miles an hour. <laughs> wow! <laughs> straight pipe car, you know. And all Good of a sudden stuff. he slams on his brakes and pulls a U. Hello there. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're definitely fucked. We <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Got the sound pad rolling. <laughs> Easy, Nate. And, uh, yeah, no, we get to the bottleneck, and we get to, you know, just past, you know, wherever. And I pull over, and there he was. But What did he say when he came out to the window? He's like, you know, I could take you to jail right now. <laughs> First thing he says. <laughs> That'll wake you up. He's like 80 miles an hour in a 45. What's the big rush? And Devil. I was like, well. Did you lie? No, I told him the truth. I was like, nope, this group, you know, the group of cars that I was passing was going, you know, 10, 20 under the speed limit. Couldn't pass them, and I finally had the opportunity. Sometimes you have to speed a little bit to pass people. Yeah, and you were trying to avoid any, like, getting, getting close. Stuck. Yeah, you yep. don't want to. You go from two lanes to one. You want to be ahead of everyone. Yep. Yeah. And then he was like. Let me see your license. And he sees, oh, you got a CDL. I was like, yep. He's Gone. Like, he's like, you know, that's criminal speeding you were doing. I was like, yeah. He's like, if I give you a criminal speeding ticket, would you uh, lose your job? I was like, probably. He's like, you're going to lose your license? I was like, probably. So he goes back to his car for like 15 minutes. Finally comes back. He gives me like a 15 over. But gives me a for a 15 over at the criminal speeding price. I guess and it's fair. And then he hands me one more ticket without even mentioning it for my exhaust being broken. Didn't even give me a chance to fight it and be like, it just happened, you know, because it, it really did. Because at the time they were uh, where we were living in downtown Bridgeton, they were doing road work. So the pavement was like a six-inch drop. So when I hit it, it snapped my exhaust, you know, that morning or whatever, and Never got a chance to fight with it. Be like, hey, just happened. I haven't had time to fix it yet, which was true. And so that was a kick in the nuts, you know. Oh, here's a ticket, whatever. No big deal. And then he gives me another ticket for the for the exhaust tail. It was just cash fines, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Revenue. I think total in, <clears throat> in fines, I paid like $700, $800. It was a good donation. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that builds the roads. And then earlier in my before I got my CDL, my younger days, I think I was doing like seventy five, eighty, around there, in a thirty five. Yeah. But live and learn. Don't do that stuff no more. No. Ever since I've been good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I lost an exhaust uh, one night coming home from work. Um, I was driving, and uh, my exhaust I knew was fucked up, but uh, I was hoping that it'd hold forever, I guess. Yeah. And one night I was driving home from work, I had my windows down, and I kept hearing ting, 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 ting. I had no idea what that was, but... What it was, was my exhaust had fallen off the hanger and was ting-ting bouncing off the tar as I was driving 55 miles an hour home. <laughs> and I was like, man, whatever that is, I hope fucking stays on. I'm almost home. And then the ting-ting-ting turned into like... <laughs> something that was just dragging at that point. And then it went kaplunk and came off. <laughs> And I just came home. There was no exhaust. I was backing up. It was summertime. We didn't have ACs this year that we lived in Portland. Same roommates as the story I told earlier. And I parked right beside their bedroom window. They got their windows open because it's summertime. Yep, and I'm backing up to a parking spot with no exhaust. So I was like, wow. <laughs> in reverse, in like a low end of the gear, it was so loud. Hell yeah. I went inside and Corey came out of his bedroom and went, what happened? <laughs> uh, I not- said, oh, I guess I lost my exhaust on the way home. He's like, ah, nice. And then he went to bed. Oh man, that's awesome. You don't know the worst thing about that exhaust story with the tech up? <clears throat> week later, I think it was the same week, heading into work, 2 in the morning, three, 2.30 in the morning. I get pulled over by Cumberland County Sheriff on the causeway for it. Gives me a warning. I told him it just happened. What? Uh, he was going to give you another speeding ticket? How? No, he's going to give. No, he was going to give me another the ticket for my exhaust. For exhaust yeah. And I told him I was like, I just got it. Yeah, it was bad, and I was just idling, you know, cruising through. <laughs> speed limit. Doing the speed limit. Almost gave me a ticket for it. I told him I just got one. I haven't even had a chance to get it fixed. I was like, I just got a ticket a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, here's a warning. Get out of here. Fast forward, going down 302, I get into Westbrook by the um, drive-ins there. Westbrook PD has a car pulled over for a speeding ticket or whatever. As soon as I drive by, he pulls a U-turn and pulls me over. And I told him, dude, I just got pulled over in Naples for this. My exhaust broke. Told him the same sap story. Like, it just broke. I haven't had time to fix it. I drive truck, you know. He's like, all right, get out of here. So I got pulled over one morning two times for that exhaust. And then got a ticket a few days prior for that exhaust. I don't. After believe- that, I went and got it fixed. <laughs> I don't believe in mufflers. No. I remember on my Caprice... I remember I, I did the same thing. I, I, I always had a loud exhaust on it before because I had the catalytic converter gutted and I just put a glass pack on it and had the tailpipe. I remember I was in Bridgeton fishing one time and I like came off the Kansas road. There's a big lip there where I think you might have been. I think it was Mason was, was me. 
and I broke it off on the lip of the road. I was like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that sounds fucking cool. So I was like, that's a lot louder than it was. And I brought it home and I just ripped the rest of the exhaust off. I was like, I'm just going to keep it like this. This sounds fucking awesome. And it would spit flames out of it and shit. I remember one time I was driving through Wyndham and one, there was an like old guy behind me and he was like, he was like, hey, your muffler, it's dragging. And I was like, no, it's not. I don't have one. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Do you remember back in like when we were in high school? Everyone would put cherry bombs on their vehicles. Yeah, that was I the had. coolest thing. Yeah, that's what I had. It was a glass glass pack. Yeah, I wish people. Glass I pack. wish people still did that. I might bring it back, dude. I'm I thinking was thinking about, about doing that on my, my truck. car. Yep, that's I got all cool kinds of plans. Subaru. My truck doesn't have any muffler. It just has catalytic converters and the resonators, and it's not even that loud. Unless you like get on it. My car has like the. The spot on the bumper where you can remove it to add a dual exhaust. Yeah. That would be cool. Fuck yeah. It's a four-cylinder, though. It's a... It was sound- I don't know how cool it's going to sound with a glass pack. It might sound like a fucking ricer. You ought to just fucking have a side exit coming right out of the hood, right out of the fender. That would be oh, cool. I want to put a hood <laughs> scoop on it, but I don't know how, like... Because I love the look of the hood scoop on the Subaru, but it's so hard to find a WRX that's worth the fucking money. Like a fucking WRX that's like eight years old that has a hundred thousand miles is like twenty grand. Just find one that's wrecked and then have somebody swap the motor and put it in your car. That'd be sweet. <laughs> now you'd have to put in a turbo. No, uh, it'd come whole, with it. It'd come with it, but you'd have to install like a the exhaust for the turbo. You would have to. That would be fucked. That would be yeah, so I much work. I don't really know how that would all go. And I'd yeah, I'd have to pay labor to have wiring harness do that shit. That'd be a cool thing to do, though, because that Make legacy, the inside of the car is so nice. It's such, like, a nice sedan, but, and it's not, it's not terribly slow. The 0 to 60 is, like, 7 seconds, which is pretty quick for a four-cylinder sedan. If I remember yeah. correctly, uh, the older legacies, I don't know if they still do it, but the older yeah. legacies had the 2.5 non-turbo, which is, like, the same, same engine as the WRX has had. Yes, I looked this up. I don't up. know if my, yours still do those. My but. legacy has the same engine as a stock WRX. Minus the only turbo. difference is, yeah, the turbo. It's yeah, the I same, wonder if the same engine, same leader. I wonder if the internals are the same. They might be. I think the the timing of the engine. I looked oh, yeah, that up. It's a lot di- different because yeah, of the be. turbo and like it uses. Like, the engine might be the same, but it consumes fuel a lot more efficiently with the yeah. turbo the and ti- shit. Uh, and the timing of the valve train is probably different, but it probably still has the same bottom end and everything. Yeah, it just adds a ton more horsepower. But it's the same engine. Yeah, same yeah. block. Would it be gay to get a hood scoop that was non-functional? Yes. In my opinion, yeah. Like the stick-on? <laughs> a fake yes. one? Yep. Yeah. I Not would... a stick-on, but because a Legacy and the WRX, I think, might take the same hood. So if I went to a scrapyard and bought a black WRX hood and just put it on my legacy. At least have a cold air intake that like goes up to it or something. So it's I would functional. like to make it functional, cold but I'm not intake. I'm not like so obsessed <clears throat> with upgrading the car. What the hood scoops for is for the top mounted inner car. Oh yeah, I know that. I know that, but I don't know how much it would cost to like have one of those installed in the car just to have a hood scoop on the car. Dude, you know anything, what I mean? we it could might do it slow for free. You down. It's going to create more drag. We could do that for functional. free, sawzall. Yeah. Yo, well, I was thinking just hood, throwing just the hood on and then stick it on. But 
I'm not you of could like if the you, wanted to. you know modifying car culture. I don't know if that's considered like a dumbass thing to do. You better put a wing on it. You might be made too. fun of by some people. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't bring it to car meets or anything like that. <laughs> that's why I like um, the WRX, the just the base one so much, is because I really am not a fan of spoilers. Yeah, cars. Most cars look better without them. Yeah, unless sedan like, without unless a spoiler like a, looks fucking slick. Yeah, unless BMWs it's like a little, and Subarus like really know how to make a car that looks very nice that does not have a spoiler. Even if it's just like a little lip on the back. Yeah, not like, like a duck ducktail or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Nate, you ought to get a spoiler for your truck. Get the Daytona. Yeah, I was gonna say the Dodge date. I think some of the yeah, Dodge the Ram Daytonas had like a little spoiler. They had in the, the hard covered uh, tunnel like cover a, with the. It spoiler. had like the same uh, idea as like the the old uh, sixty uh, six sixty nine seventy Dodge Charger Daytonas and Plymouth Superbirds. They had the. Oh, yeah. uh, That's what you should do. They kind of had that same thing going across the tailgate. It stuck. That it was would like be a big, nice. Like half race truck type thing. Yeah, and then wrap like Christmas lights around. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underglow. Underglow is illegal in Maine, right? Yeah, people still run up. Yeah, but you just, like, if a cop has nothing going on, you drive by, you're getting your ass pulled over. No one needs that headache. No. Yeah, but for my car, I thought that would, it would look really nice if I got, if I tinted the windows and got black rims, so the thing would just be all black. I think that would be cool. That's a very, very cool look. Just even having black rims would be awesome. I think and then I think having like a hood scoop would just make it look so much cooler. You ought to get the WRX wheels for it. That'd look sharp. I don't know. Well, see, then I add the WRX hood to a Legacy. I get WRX rims for the Legacy. It's like I'm just buying a poor man's WRX. But they're so expensive. You can't find one that's automatic, and I don't know how to drive stick. There's plenty of automatics out there. You would you think, dude. I was shopping for this car. Before I bought this car, I was, like, really looking if you got for a WRX, and I could not find one that was worth it. You find all just so learn how to drive standard. It's not hard. We, we, yeah, easy. but I don't want to buy a new car. Or not a new car, but I don't want to buy, like, my car then buy a and shit it box. be stick and just be like, well, I'll figure it out. Buy a shitbox Honda Civic. That yeah. sounds and, like a lot of deferred maintenance. Buy a $500 Honda Civic. Well, that's what I'd rather do is just buy a car that's at the end of its life that's a manual just and just drive the, it around back roads and, and smoke learn. Smoke the fucking clutch yeah, right out Yeah, smoke the clutch, ruin the transmission, stall it a bunch, and who gives a fuck. But I don't want to buy my car and be like, you know, I'll figure it out. Got to learn somehow, you know. Yeah, well, I guess. You, yeah, but it's how you learn. You it's, you yeah. stalled a bunch of times. You you find the right sweet yeah. spot where Think the clutch or, engages. You know, swim or drowned or whatever. But I don't want to roll dice on my ability to get to and from work. Yeah. But I do. If I knew how to drive a manual, I could get a fucking WRX for like twelve grand, because they're like giving the manuals away, and the automatics get snatched up way above market. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Opposite. Like the used ones? I looked up when I was trying to buy a car. So it was um, fall of 2022. Dude, I could not find a WRX that was automatic. That was they probably didn't under 20 grand that didn't have more than like 150,000 miles. They probably didn't make as many automatics. Maybe not. I have not no idea. After. But I'm just saying from the... From the consumer end, looking for that type of car at the time I was looking, there wasn't any. Yeah. Which sucks because I would have. I'd imagine having a. Yeah, if I want, if I got a WRX, I definitely would not want an automatic. You might. I feel like that's something you might get laughed at for. 
But it's not a big deal. I don't know. It's just that's not a big deal. It's, they're probably almost just as fast. It's just not as fun to drive, I guess. Yeah. Well, I imagine a manual is a lot funner, more active thing yeah. to do. Sometimes I feel like driving an automatic, I'm like kind of on autopilot. I'm yeah. not really like even driving. I'm just going somewhere. An automatic car is usually actually faster on the drag strip usually because it's, it's a lot more consistent, obviously. But not as fun to drive. Yeah, and the car can automatically switch a gear quicker than you can shift a gear. Yeah. yeah. And then with an automatic, you can have a car that has like there aren't there cars that have like eight. My truck's an eight-speed automatic. It's an eight-speed automatic. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Imagine if it was an eight-speed manual. That would blow. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be weird. Well, It'd be like driving a trailer <clears throat> truck. You'd have yeah. to shift like five times to get to forty-eight. Or what something. is it? The the Fords are ten speeds. Yeah, the newer. Ten or yeah. twelve, I can't remember. I think Manual? it's ten. are fast. Automatic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the new Ford F one fifties are pretty fucking. Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah the the EVs the electric ones. Those are obviously. Those too, are even the, very yeah. fast. But even the five liter V eight with the eight speed, those things fucking rip. Ten speed. Yeah, ten speed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mine's yeah. a six speed. Yeah. I was gonna say the I think in the Dodge is in like. 2000 up to 2016 they were six speeds and after that they were eight speeds pretty sure what is it chevy or dodge has pretty much the same transmission as ford now if i remember yeah, correctly they're probably all pretty similar to their setups i know even being an eight speed my truck shifts a lot like when i floor it, it just goes just like that just like that nice but it sounds cooler than what I just did with my mouth. <laughs> so what did you do to the exhaust on your truck? Because it sounds really nice, but I don't actually know what you did it's to it. It's just a muffler delete. So what does that mean? Literally, all I did is took the stock muffler off and replaced it with a section of pipe. It, has, pipe. it still has the resonators and catalytic converters. It's just no muffler. And that's legal? Uh, technically, I don't think it is. But because you still have, like, a full exhaust system that was yeah. going to pull you over and so you're missing a piece? Yeah, I mean, it still comes out to the tailpipes in the back, and I figure it still has, um, my dad puts a sticker on it for me. It still has resonators and catalytic converters, so it's still technically muffled. It's not, like, straight off the motor. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, and it's not that loud unless you stomp on it. Well, it's cold when you started, it kind of is. I'll tell you, sometimes when you leave out of here and we have the windows open, we can hear you on the, almost all the way down to the causeway. Good. For miles. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> it sounds nice, though. It's not, you know, most cars that have, like, a loud exhaust system, it's obnoxious. Yeah. But with your truck, it's, like, almost a deep enough tone where it's not the same. Yeah. It can't, like, register as annoying in the same way. Yeah, Hemi's sound good. Yeah. And, like, if I took the resonators off, it would be, like, obnoxious and, like, really crackly. But I think having the resonators right on the, each tip of the – right before each exhaust tip, it, it takes away a lot of that drone and crackle. Plus, it makes it sound cool. Exactly. Which, you know, what is that worth? Everything. It's the, the whole thing. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Why have a vehicle if it's not to make you look cool? I almost feel like kind of a ricer too because I don't, I didn't do anything to upgrade the truck other than that. The motor, it's just stock. But I just took the muffler off so it's loud. I don't even have a tune on it or anything. Which it's I a V8 Hemi. It doesn't yeah. need much work. You just need, That's... you just want it to set. Like you want it to let, you just want to open it up so people can hear it. It's a Hemi. Maze will make it freaking sound good. It, yeah, it does sound good. Yeah. 
They like they. It's they, the pinnacle of what Detroit came out to is V8 Hemi. Yeah, good stuff. That's a thoroughbred engine. Fuck yeah, real good stuff. I used to think it was fast when I first got it. Now it's like I'm so used to it. It's like, man, this truck's like not even that fast to me. And when I remember when I first tested, I was like, man, this thing fucking rips. And now I'm used to. It. I'm like, oh, it's not even that fast. Yeah. I mean, definitely faster than any other car I've had. But if you put a tune in it and got like some sort of weight reduction and like took the seats out of the back, I bet you yeah. could get that thing going pretty quick. I think it, it makes you from the lowered f- it. So yeah, it, it, it better makes, wind profile. I think it makes um. Makes three hundred and ninety five horse to the crank, so the wheels are probably only getting like three hundred and sixty horse. But I've heard if you put a tune on certain tunes on them, you can you can be pushing like four fifteen at the wheels, which would be pretty sweet. It doesn't take much, but I think once you do stuff like that, you might be taking some. You're gonna be stressing parts out easier and wearing them out quicker. And basically, yeah. I think a tune just delivers more fuel and changes the spark timing a little bit. Yeah, it just makes your fuel economy worse. Yeah, yeah. that too. Well, yeah, I guess it, it probably would, yeah. I'm, I don't really know that much about it. I'm not a mechanic or anything. But then but again, it makes it cool. Exactly. What's the fucking point? You yeah. have a vehicle. Unless it's for work, it should just be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have kids... Which I don't. You should have a cool vehicle. Yeah, definitely. Which I don't think. Imagine if you had kids. like a minivan. If you had like a Dodge Caravan, and you're like, <laughs> what dude, a it's loser. super practical. <laughs> I can put firewood in it. I can get groceries. I can whatever. I'd run it. Hey, I love the Toyota Siennas we have at work. I love driving those things. You just can't waste the opportunity to have yeah. a cool car when I mean, you're young. If I had a, if I, if when you're old and you get this stuff, people are gonna be like, "What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you buying something like that? Why do you have a fast car? You're too yeah. old." I mean, if somebody gave me a minivan, I'd definitely run it. I'd fill the back of it full of firewood and throw my kayaks in the back. Who gives a well, shit? I'm not saying that you can't make it a cool thing, but, you know, have a cool car. Yeah, you should. Because you have your truck, and your truck is very cool, and then it's still just as practical in those same ways. That's true. Yeah, I can put my snowmobile in the firewood back or my kayak, so yeah. I could haul a boat if I ever got one on the trailer. Yeah, you could get a bunch of cartons of cigarettes. Yeah, and just fill the bed with them. It is only a five-and-a-half-foot bed, which is kind of shitty, but it's got... A lot of room inside extended cabs. You can cabs get a so bunch can... of people in the back of it and yeah. you know, get usually... up to 55 and roll it over. Exactly. You can't do that with a lot of vehicles. No. Well, you... It's cool. I guess you could if you tried hard enough. But I do like the extended cab because I, I don't have a lot of passengers if I put all my fishing stuff in the back. And I'm, I'm pretty serious about fishing, so. What are we? Yeah. It's, I'm, it's really serious. It's a big deal. What are we? <laughs> pretty much. Christ. So what do you want, guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guy. Have you guys always considered yourself truck guys? No, I've never. Actually, it's my first truck. Yes and no. I've always liked the idea of having one because it's practical for what I do. I've always had. I've only had. Wait, yeah, so. I know you didn't have a truck for a long time. This was your first truck, but. Yeah. Do you think you'd go back to a car after having a truck now? This is kind of what I'm asking. Uh, yeah, if if I could have both, I would definitely like to drive like a car. Cool well, say thing. your your truck gets totaled right now, and you have to get a new vehicle. Another truck. You would pick another truck, wouldn't you? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Just because, like, 
I used to, I, on my, in my cars, I used to just put my kayaks in the trunk, but I can only do one at a time. But, like, if it's two of us going, like, I can put two kayaks in the back of my truck, or I can bring, if there's not enough snow around here at a certain time of the winter, I can put my snowmobile in the back of my truck and drive two hours north and unload it. Mm-hmm. But you that's still nice. do that with a car. But it, yeah. <laughs> I do, it, driving cars is cool, too, though, because they're more, I don't know, definitely more fuel economy usually and more nimble a little bit sometimes more fun to drive what do you care about fuel economy for you work like a mile and a half away <laughs> yeah that's true but i mean even going like on a long trip somewhere like if you if you're driving a when few hours I mean, you know what i mean if we did like if i dr- <laughs> even if i'm driving like an hour and a half to like ellsworth to go fishing on the ocean just from shore like it's nice to have a car that gets 30 miles per gallon compared to 18 yeah this is the furthest commute i've had in my life i think right now i'm driving like just under 40 minutes one way yeah it's like 30 miles yeah it's like 30 miles one way and i looked that up because in my when i signed up for insurance it actually made me do it myself to punch in the number it asked me like how long my commute was distance wise and then it just spat out the number for you know how many days do you week or work do you week blah 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 yeah. And uh, it said I'm going to put twelve to 15,000 miles a year on my car commuting to work. Oh, wow. That's junk. Yeah, that fucking blows. 15,000 miles a year going to work. Yeah, it's better than some people, but still a lot worse than other and people. And it's a lot of exposure to salt in the winter, too. Yeah, that's what really gets you around here for sure. I think... Was it the three, three and a half years of owning my truck? I've only put on 30,000 miles. That's yeah, pretty good. I, yeah. That's about what I've put on, too. I bought my truck with 39,000, and I may be less than that because I, can like, I think I get 65,000 on it now. Yeah, I think I'm, I got mine with like 30, 34,000, and right now it's sitting ju- uh, at like 69,000. Yeah. So I bought my car. It's um, the middle of July 2023. I bought my car. In October of 2022, so as of right now, it's been eight months, and I got it with 59,000 miles, and I just crossed over 70,000 this week. So I put 11,000 miles in it in less than a year. So I guess I must drive a bunch. That's a fair amount, for sure. Yeah, I'm a rolling stone, dude. Yeah, I definitely put most of my miles on not commuting to work, just driving to, like, obscure places to, or just random places to do shit on the weekends yeah but yeah definitely around here it doesn't really matter how far you drive you drive five minutes down the road in the winter time you're getting just as much salt exposure as anybody else really yeah well everything here in maine is so spread out too that driving to the grocery store is like 10 miles one way and driving to you yeah. know, a restaurant is probably five or six miles one way, or driving to your buddy's house is 15 miles, and, like, yeah. you do all that in a day, and it's, like, you put, like, 120 <laughs> miles on your car. I probably, when Most yeah. people who live in a or urban dr- area don't have to travel more than a couple miles square radius of their house to do everything they need to. I say, most of those people don't even, they can just walk everywhere. Yeah. I probably put on, I think I put on... 15 miles on my truck today just looking for my wallet because I didn't know where it was. I was going to different places I was. Yeah. <laughs> I had to find it. Just driving around Casco. You find it? Yeah, yeah it was under the... Yeah, it, it was, was under, here. Yeah, I went to Clint's house and I looked for a half hour, drove back here, or I drove to the store, 
realized it was gone, came back here, looked for it, drove to Clint's house, looked there for a half hour, came back here, and it was uh, on the bedroom floor under a pillow. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> it was a good, that was a pretty, um, that was a pretty uh, solid um you know what we need to get Nate? That co- it costs that, that a couple used. air tags. Well, I have them. I that's how I found it. I put it back on my phone, but it definitely used up a good solid amount of the afternoon. Before I, we plan on just yeah, this. he's got an equivalent thing where he has an app on his phone where he can chime his wallet and it'll go off like an alarm, so he can hear it <laughs> if it's in the room. And he also has a thing that like tells him how far away I had from a new it is. Phone. I didn't have it installed, and I didn't think it was that easy. I thought I had Useless. to like. Well, I thought I had to like touch the um, nice. card in my wallet again for it to work, but I just installed <laughs> the app and it automatically remembered it from my old phone. I don't know how that works. Because you logged into an account. Yeah. And it has <laughs> but um, yeah, I came back here and it was like wallet is within range. Ring, 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 and I was like, what the, where the fuck is that coming from? Under a pillow on the floor. After spending two hours driving all over town looking for it. I almost stopped at the, at the Naples ride and be like, have you guys seen a wallet? But luckily it worked out. Yeah. I wasted some time. While but. you guys were gone, which I thought you were going and like doing something, I went, to. I watched half a movie, <laughs> went to the store, got food, came home, ate it. Then you came back and you were like, oh, I finally found my wallet. Now we can go do this thing we were planning. Yeah, to you do. go to the pool at my name. You were gone. For a movie and a trip to get food in the <laughs> look yeah. at your wallet. Could have taken a nap, too. It was like an hour and a half. No. It was a good solid afternoon. Yeah. Why not? Good day of drinking. Yeah. Good solid day of drinking. Hard. We've got a big streak going in this house. Yeah. Got to keep it going. You can't not. Can't quit. Do it. You got to drink as much as you can. God. (laughs) Christ, yeah. Good stuff. Summertime in Maine. Junk. Oh, don't say that. You're going to be bitching when it's cold. No, I'm not. Yeah, I guess you like ice fishing as much as the next guy. Even though your snowmobile doesn't run. Oh, does it? No. Jeez. Junk. I'm going to sell it. Sell the Stratos. Buy a brand new one. It's make ra- enough it, money now. It rained twice in Maine this summer. Once for 40 days and 60 yeah. days the next. <laughs> yeah, I drive right past Bengus. Yeah. Oh, I, I drive right past we caught, I didn't even Bengus. see it. We caught you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Forrest Hell Gump. Yeah. Oh, that's a line from Forrest Gump? Not, well, they've been using well. a meme from it. And then making the joke like, "I'll oh, rain twice, once for forty days, yeah. and whatever." But it only rained once for three hundred sixty-five days this year. <laughs> yeah, it seems like this year we're like uh, we're in what well, like Washington State would be, where they get like actually a lot of rainy days. It's been nice though. My lawn it's been has been phenomenal. Yeah, I even had to water my tomato plants more than twice this summer. We definitely still have been getting a lot of sunlight, but it's pretty sporadic. Good year for thunderstorms. Yeah, there was there was a couple good ones this year. Some some big boomers. They got grass growing in places that I've never had grass before. Like it's crazy with how much rain we've had. Yeah, did your lawn fill out good? Oh yeah, like 
the best it's been in a year now. Yeah, because there was a big drought, right? Mm, last year, yep. Yeah, watch it. it. won't fucking rain again for another year after this year. This grass growing yeah, maybe on the top be of no my old snow. car. <laughs> yeah. Well, you imagine what, how much rain we've gotten this year if that was snow? I was wondering that, yeah. It rained almost every day so far. Yep. Or maybe that's a little dramatic, but it seems like it's rained. We'd have in more back-to-back snow. days than like ever. Yeah. If the, everything that we had in rain was the equivalent of snow. We'd probably have like twenty feet of snow. But well, it, that's what I'm saying. For it, if winter comes around and this level of precipitation consists, we'd be fucked. We're gonna be fucked. We're gonna have like snow inches be to of the snow. Top it'll probably day. Well, if it's just warm air coming like it is now. I mean, it'll probably just freaking rain in the winter anyway, like it has been the past couple of years. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed maybe, to having a year not. that we don't maybe get much fuck snow. Yourself. <laughs> I sometimes, as much as I like snowmobiling, I actually don't mind it if we don't fuck get a lot of snow. I, I, because I like ice fishing just as much. I, if it just froze and we didn't get snow, it makes it a lot easier to walk out in the ice. Like I like that too. Like it would save some miles on my snowmobile, so that way I wouldn't have to like, you know what I mean? Like I, I like, I like doing that just as much as anything else, but. Definitely nice to have some uh, some snow to ride on once in a while, but this part of the state it's becoming a little harder to do now. It'd be nice if it snowed <clears throat> enough to get like three feet of snow, enough to go for riding for a weekend, and then during the week it's like forty degrees, and then it. Ew. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and then during the week, it's like 40 degrees, so it all melts. So then the following weekend, you go ice fishing, and yeah. there's no snow. Well, it's nice when like, it actually warms up and melts a little bit, because it, like, packs it down and makes a base, but then it's nice when you get more snow on top of it. But it never seems to work out that way like it used to, because it, like, it's like, oh, good, it warmed up a little bit, and the snow packed down. Now we just need a couple more inches on top, and then it'll rain more, and it'll all disappear. It's bullshit! But sometimes it works out, like you said, for ice fishing. It makes it a lot easier just to walk out. or Even if you have, like, a car and there's enough ice, you can just drive your car right on the lake. Yeah, like we did on Thompson. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's cool, too. Or a long lake. Yeah. When you get, like, like 18 inches of ice and no snow on it, it's fun to go out with your car and fuck around. Drift it, do donuts. Exactly. We're going to miss summertime once it's over, though. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can, even being crippled and shit, but. No, I'm ready for cold weather. I'm not ready for deer weather yet. I we definitely am going to be doing month before we can go to a winter. I'm definitely look, I'm definitely going to do more fishing when the weather starts cooling off. I like fishing in the fall cuz nobody else really does it and there's no boats out there and shit. Yeah, I was driving today down 302 through the causeway and I looked over the bridge and there was so much boat traffic. It must yeah, be nuts. so anxious. Yeah. It's fish are losing their mind I right mean, now. When when I was a kid, so like in the early to mid 2000s, I mean, you could get a, on a boat on Long Lake and drive and not see another boat. Yeah. I mean, you'd see other Especially boats. Especially during the week, but like... Now, now you fast the... forward 20 years, and yeah, you go down Long Lake, and it's like a fucking highway. Yeah, even the middle of the week is worse than it would be during the weekend then. And I you wonder, look at all the boat storage places we have around here. Yeah, I wonder if the num There must be the number of like boat-to-boat collisions has like exploded recently. I'd hope so. I mean, if there isn't a lot of collisions all the time, it's a miracle how many boats can be on the lake and not be an intervening path. Especially when people are really stupid and don't have proper <laughs> boat etiquette and they're drunk and smashing <laughs> into each other. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. all I have is a kayak, and it's scary sometimes. You hear about the boat that blew up on Thomas Pond on the 4th of July weekend? No, yeah. I don't think so. Apparently, <clears throat> a group of out-of-staters rented a boat, and within, like, minutes of taking it out into the pond, I guess there was a fuel leak, and it blew up. It, like, caught it, like, on fire? exploded? I guess so. Sweet. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the post on Facebook from the news station. Was saying, anyone hurt? Uh, I think a couple of them got burnt, but... <laughs> <laughs> they jumped into they the water. They got sunburns. Yeah, they could have just jumped in the water. That's what you well, get that's for buying did. a boat. That's no, they karma were for it. buying a boat. They oh, they rented that. So out of staters so renting it. And within minutes of taking Oh, well, it they out, were out of staters, there so you go. Yeah. That comes full circle. I just want like a small aluminum boat with a 10-horse mercury on it or something. 9.9. 9. You can buy. My supervisor's been trying to sell him his boat. I, don't, I can't yard. afford that right now. Sell your snowmobile. No. You don't need to. Yeah, I do. Oh my God. Sell your Caprice. Yeah, that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, they're junk <laughs> sleds. No my needs sleds a boat. aren't even worth no much one money. No needs a boat. You can have a kayak. Yeah. I'll sell you a boat. Five hundred bucks. I thought the perfect thing to be would just be an, buy an old like fourteen foot aluminum boat and then buy a brand new like three thousand dollar Mercury outboard and put it on the back. Yeah. Why not? Just get a 55 thrust trolling motor. That's all you need, guy. Yeah. Nowadays, the electric trolling motors put out so much power. 55 thrusts into your bum, dude. Whoa. I need to get better sound effects on the soundboard. God. Yeah. The soundboard will get better over time. We'll find a groove with that. Yeah, you gotta gotta work the kinks out and find find what really works out the best. Yeah. Quad. Quad. Oh yeah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're doing it. Oh yeah. We're doing it. Fucking yeah, hard. Fucking wicked hard. Because Stephen, you used to be on uh, the podcast that I did before. Yes, Chuchin. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I missed that. It's called the old days. It is much funner to have the headsets and mm. the microphones. It feels like a real production. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was hard talking on the, on the phone. Yeah. The the, the, the way I did delay. it before. I think it was bad. The uh, the audio was amazingly not terrible. It wasn't very good. Wasn't the worst, but wasn't the greatest. It's not like this. Like when yeah. you listen to this, this will be cl- as clear as if you know the listener is like the fourth person yeah. sitting here with us. Whereas uh, when I did my previous podcast, I was recording the whole thing through my iPhone, so I would put it down like in the middle of where me and whoever I had on, or if it was just myself, was doing that episode. And then I'd press, like, record, and it would just, like, pick up the audio off the microphone on my phone, which wasn't very good. It's seltzer. It's not alcoholic seltzer. But, yeah. Yeah, it's it's much cooler now to have, like, this, this setup. Yeah. <clears throat> you can hear everything. Last quick. week I had Taylor on. I think Taylor had yeah. been on my <clears throat> previous one before, and it's just so much fun. So you got to get fun. Frank on this. Well, see, now the thing is, because now it's local, be in person. I mean, he's got to be in the same room as me. Because before, when I was doing it on my phone, one of the benefits was that was I could send like a link that I would create within the app for mm. a recording thing, and then I could text it to him. He could hit that, and it would open up in his browser to the episode, and then his microphone would be his side of the audio 
but for the episode. You could still do that if you wanted to, right? No. Yes. Well, well, well with can. this, with well, even this, if you wanted to use I'm your phone. recording this with a Zoom PodTrack P4, and this I can buy an attachment that goes into the side of this that um, will allow me to still make a phone call. Oh, so if I got this attachment, you with Bluetooth, you attach it to your phone, then you call someone in your phone and it records their audio through the Bluetooth. So then you talk into your microphone like I am now, and then that thing would be recording the phone call. And I think because it's Bluetooth, he hears what's coming out of the microphone. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that would be cool. But also, the, the, it doesn't get better than in person. When right. you're sitting in the same room, it's right. Yeah, you get a rhythm of talking and conversation starts flowing. But when you Easier. can't see the other person, it's like you hang on every word. And it can be kind of awkward. Yeah, you kind of lose the rhythm as soon as you stop you talk talking. over them. And yeah. And then everything's maybe delayed a little bit. Either. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dealt with that a little bit. Yeah, delayed or the, you know. Like with Joe Rogan, when he used to do the Skype calls, like with, uh, what's his name, Snowden, when he was in Russia, mm-hmm. you know, it was always delayed, and it was always an issue, and like, li- as a listener, listening to the podcast, you know, you could hear Joe fine, mm-hmm. but listening to, listening to the Skype call, you know, it sounded like a million miles away, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, this I I just really I really think this is something that I should have gotten years ago. Oh fuck yeah! It's so nice to have it now because it's so much fun. Like we we could take this out onto the ice and mm-hmm. do ice fishing, right? Yeah. Oh, that it just ran off a battery. That's dope. We should be doing that this mm-hmm. winter. Yeah, yeah. And once I get a fourth headset, you know, the, all this stuff—it's just four microphones, four headsets, and a little thing—and you can unplug. All this stuff and get it into like a Ziploc bag. No problem. John Jacob Jingleopper. That's right. I could hear Nate pissing in the background. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and so we have a very acoustic apartment. Yeah, that is raised help. in a bond, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the flush too. Hey, wash your hands. <laughs> Yeah. Oof, put the seat down yeah. You walk yeah, put the seat down too, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The whole thing, seat and the cover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, dude. Frozen custard. Frozen custard. Bad idea. We could always How long have we been recording for, Steven? Probably not even an hour. 53 minutes. Oh, shit. About an hour. About an hour. We could pause it and come back and finish. This is a good episode. Yeah. I think this is yeah, it's a good solid start. unit. Yeah. This might be the, one of the better well, ones. Well, I'm, I'm cooking taquitos for myself. So nice. Nothing like a taquito. One thing is... uh. A little hard coming back into the podcast. It's been, what, almost a year now since we did last did one. Mm-hmm. Like, for a while, we did one, like, pretty much back to back to back to back. Yeah, we just do it all and the time. And now, now, you know, it's been a year off. It's one of those things, like... Hey, Siri, set a timer for 12 minutes. Set a timer for 12 minutes. Ping! 
So you want to know the fucked up thing about Siri? Jeez. So I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast, Trucking, a couple of weeks ago. And he had Brian Redband on, and they were talking about the whole Android versus uh, Apple thing and how Apple's far superior with the whole Siri. And all you got to do is like, oh, hey, Siri, play this music, and it'll play the music. Or, hey, Siri, call so-and-so. And then Siri will pop up and call so-and-so. Well, he was like, hey, Siri, call Brian Redband. My phone, I'm listening to the podcast, all of a sudden stops the podcast after he said that. And started calling someone in my contacts. What? Yeah. Who did? Oh, because it was on the... Cause, yeah, because it was playing through Dude, the radio. It was coming through the radio yeah. speakers of the truck. So my phone was like, oh, I'm talking to Siri. And usually with Siri, it has your voice. Mm-hmm. But it had Joe's voice and it, and it took it. So it just started calling someone at random on my contacts who I haven't seen in... That's awesome. Former coworker, I haven't seen him in probably five years. That's awkward. And I was like, "Oh shit!" So I hung up. And he called 30, thirty seconds later, he calls me back. He's like, "Hey, who's this?" I'm like, "Hey, Rick, how's it going?" <laughs> I didn't mean to call you, and I had to tell him about what happened. He's like, "Oh no, shit! That's funny. Good to hear from you." Yeah, yeah, I didn't actually try to call you, but uh, like thanks for calling. Accident. Yeah, no, like I said, I haven't seen him in five years. Wicked good dude. Lives local. But yeah, no. <laughs> but my phone's been doing that a lot lately. It's randomly yeah, calling people. Yeah, I have the Hey Siri thing turned off on my phone because I think that could be the most frustrating thing in the world is if someone's standing ser- beside you and they say a certain set of words that it like, yeah, your phone starts reacting to it. Yep. That seems like a oh, bad yeah. use of the technology in is my opinion. Siri, is Siri only an Apple? Yes. I was gonna say I don't. I was like I don't have that set up. Dude, mine, it is but. a godsend. Like that sounds it. Like you don't have to unlock your phone. You just say, "Hey Siri, set a timer," and it sets a timer. You know, or yeah, it turns it's on really your hard to unlock your phone. phone. It, it sounds really stressful. No, it's nice. Yeah, you know, you I'm don't have to kidding. unlock your phone. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. That seems know. like such a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's a typical Android user. I just set a micro. I just set a timer on the microwave usually, or a kitchen timer. Dude, this is the twenty-first century. You don't need that anymore. He's an old man. It's not the 21st he can't century. Out the 22nd, Apple whatever. TV oh, yeah, it is the 22nd. I was just kidding, but you're right. It is. He Wait, can't right? You can't figure out the Apple TV remote. He can't figure yeah, out it is the 22nd how century. to search. Typical no, Android it's a 21st user century. can't figure out Apple. Every every person that I talk to that I, that uses Android, I'm like, bro, get an iPhone. And they're, yeah, they're, we're they're, all their response is like a boomer response. Oh, Apple's too hard to figure out. It's like no, it isn't. It's like the I don't think it is. Thing. I don't think it is. I just got another Android. Just because that's what I'm used to. Junk. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, I don't mind it. Even though like <clears throat> Apple has all of Android's processor and camera, and what you know, just about. If you think about it. No, Apple has their own stuff. No, I mean, <clears throat> if you. Yeah, Steve. What the fuck are you talking about? They're equivalent. It's not well, like one of yeah. them is like way better. Like, no, there is. They're not. Than the other. Like, At this point, well, you could say that before. Well, like, Androids well, before were shit, especially their cameras. But they've come a long way. They figured it out, really. If Dodge made a phone, I'd the only it. thing I can give Android props to is there's like the hundred thousand zoom or whatever. You can yeah, zoom like in the on camera. the moon and it comes out clear. Okay. Well, did well, you know this know. about this actually? That it, it uses AI to automatically generate like Is that the moon. what it is? Yes. Oh really? Yeah. Oh 
I never people tried thought that it, their phone was a telescope. That's not what happened. If you look that up, that there's a disclosure where they release uh. what it is. And when you zoom in on the moon and your phone recognizes that you're looking at the moon, it'll automatically, with AI, generate... Can you do that with the sun, like, too? Like a really detailed view of the moon. So it makes it look like you have a telescope. But what's happening is is it's just creating an image for you that looks very realistic. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. But they don't disclose that. It doesn't say like on the screen, like, hey, this isn't actually the moon, but it looks cool. <laughs> I've never, I don't, I just had this phone. I've never tried it with it, but my S20, I, I, I would try to zoom in on the moon. I couldn't get very good pictures of it, but. Um, yeah, that was probably the generation right before they figured out the technology to, to do what I was just saying. Yeah. I know there is a camera. I'd, Your probably, phone probably does it. You yeah, have a high-end have Android. I know there's one camera that I forgot. This is probably pretty old technology for cameras. Obviously, but like there's one like a Nikon makes a camera that you can zoom in on the moon and it's actually like looking through a telescope. I think it all has to do with the yeah, lens. Yeah, if you get a real expensive, nice yeah, camera, lens. you can get a really, yeah. really good shot of the moon. But coming out of a smartphone, yeah, that's ridiculous. No yeah. one, no one realizes that that's like well, not no one no realizes, but it's not like a commonly disclosed thing. I I don't know why they're being deceitful about it. That seems like a weird thing that you wouldn't just say like, hey. We're making a cooler picture for you to take. Yeah. But this isn't really the moon. Dude, I like the night <clears throat> shots. The night, the night, the night. Yeah, I'm sure the all night for, shots for yeah. iPhone are phenomenal. I know the ones for these are too. I'm sure they're probably pretty close. But like, I I, I like doing like in the night sky, like when I'm like on the lake in my snowmobile in the middle of the night and just taking like a it's like a long exposure and you can like be on the lake like and looking at the causeway and you can see all the lights in the causeway and the lakes lit up and you can mm. see all the stars and stuff it's such a cool it comes out cool if you can keep the stamp, the camera still enough hands down best photo I've ever taken was last fall duck hunting my buddy was out setting decoys it was pitch black out but in the distance you can see the sun starting to come up like it was like you're looking over the trees and like at a distance that looks like two inches. Yeah. It, like you could just see like two inches of the sky's like light. It brightens everything right up. And it brightened it right up to orange. Like you could you could see it, but in taking it through the photo, you couldn't see it. And yeah, it just it's cool. Turned it to life. You know, it's phenomenal. Yeah, those those are those are cool pictures to take. Phenomenal. Yeah, the camera technology's come a long way. Just think about what it was like ten years ago. Yeah, like taking a selfie <laughs> on a flip phone. Where oh you have god. to turn the phone around. Oh yeah, we've gotten so used to front-facing cameras. Oh my god, even you'd have to t- you'd have to turn your phone around, take yep. a picture, and then or flip the, the phone around, back around and look the, how it came out. Everybody used to have bathroom mirror. Pictures. Yeah, that was yep. the only way you could line up taking a picture and seeing the screen at the same time yeah. was in a mirror. And then they just realized they could put a front-facing camera on your phone That's and you do the same fucking thing. I never even had a phone. Then. But it's the same thing. Essentially, you're still holding your camera in front of a mirror almost yep. when you're looking into a yeah, it flips the front-facing image, right? image. Yeah, like looking through a fucking portal. Yeah. Whoa. It is strange. Yeah, it's crazy. the The past fifteen years, things have come so far. I remember having a cell phone that wasn't colorized. That was just like black text on a gray screen. Yeah. Like flip Nikon, old flip phones and shit. Was it, was it Ni- not Nikon, uh, Nokia? Mm-hmm. I think it was no- like a Nokia. Yeah, shit bricks. like that where it was like a fucking calculator basically yeah, it wasn't that could a make a phone, phone right? call. Yeah. yeah, it was like just a solid thing. I used yeah. to have one of those that one of my mom used to I mean, it was wireless. Yeah. It worked for what it did. If you needed 
My mom used to drop me off at the locks. I'd go fishing for the day. I'd just call the home phone number where I want to get picked up. The thing that sucks now with cell phones, I remember <clears throat> when I was younger having a landline, you memorize phone numbers. So, oh, like, my, yeah. I memorized my dad's phone number, my grandfather, my, my grandmother, yeah. my mom, you know. Yep. Nowadays, cell phones, it makes you so lazy. Say you were to get arrested, you get that one phone call. Who are you going to call? You don't have your cell phone. Yeah. yeah. Here's a landline. Try to call someone. That's the only can number you, can I you, know. I call 911. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say call 911 and say, hey, you, these fucking people are holding <laughs> me against my will. Help me. Exactly. Like, can you can you pull up your brother or your mom or your dad or your best friend's phone number right off the top of your head? No. I do know. I can my I can my parents my parents still have a landline. Well, I'll just so. say that they That's got right. rid of it. I think it's gotten to the point for me. The only number I've memorized is my own phone number, so exactly. I can give it to somebody else. You know, I, know I barely. But I I have a ton of shit memorized. I have a good memory, but phone numbers I don't have to anymore. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like a lot of my friends, I don't even know like. Like your number, because I just message you on like Snapchat. Right. Like I don't even text people's phone numbers anymore. It's like Facebook Messenger, Instagram DMs, exactly. Snapchat. You still text? And that's what are you like poor? all of my communication. <laughs> like texting a phone number or making a phone call is like something you have to do for like a doctor appointment or something. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you can call anybody on any platform pretty much. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, I guess it is in some ways. It makes things a lot more convenient a lot of times. You don't have to know anybody's number. You're on Snapchat. You, you send a photo to one person. Clint turn around. It's old school, though. Yep. Clint still calls people like almost daily. He calls a lot of his friends. Yeah. And I that's like what our that. parents and grandparents used to do. Was I like, still, I still. You'd call, call someone's phone and see if they were home, and if they were home, you'd be like, "Dude, what the fuck is up?" Yeah. Can I come by and swing in for a visit and a cigarette real quick? Or even just being like, "What was up?" Yeah. I just checking in. Yeah. That's true, yeah. It's like a good thing to do when you're friends with somebody. It's like, dude, what's going on? How are we doing? Yeah. But that's like a lost thing now. Now it's like an invasion of someone's privacy to call them. Or yeah, FaceTime. it's kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because we've become so attached to our phones that the distance between the phone, it's not a device that we use to talk to our friends. It's like a part of us. Yeah, and you're weird. not allowed to intrude on that without permission first. So a phone call hey, unsolicited. Can I call you? That, yeah, basically. Isn't that weird? Mm. weird. I mean, yeah. I still answer phone calls, but there's some phone calls, like, if I, it's not a contact, I'd be like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Exactly. You let it it's rank. such a and weird reaction a to have. And that's the other thing. No one leaves voicemails anymore. If I don't, you don't have, answer, if you're not the up. local, if you're not a 207 number, I am not answering that phone call. And if you leave a voicemail and that, like, translates out to, like, anything like outside of someone identifying themselves as someone I know, you're getting deleted and that number's getting blocked. You know what's fucked yeah. up now? The whole like telemarketers and spam calls are now using state numbers. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like I've gotten a couple of those where I've answered and it's like a telemarketer. And yep. I'm like, how the fuck did you even get a 207 area code, right. cocksucker? Booth yeah. Bay Harbor, Bar Harbor or something. I've had call me numerous times. Mm -hmm. Then they answer in someone in India. Or something. Yeah, it's calling you about extending the warranty on a car you don't own, and they need your yeah. card information really <laughs> quick. Or they're calling and saying you have a warrant in another state. Yeah, you have a warrant for your arrest. That's give me, give me, but if you pay, <laughs> yeah, but if you pay eight hundred bucks, or we'll give me your social security, we'll let you off. That's definitely yeah. legit. 
They're calling you about, oh, we, uh, this is your health insurance company. We forgot to get your social security number. Could you give that to us for us real quick yeah, for our records? And your credit card number. And, um, you and know, your bank account if you don't say it over number. the phone, you'll have to, like, write us something in the mail or something. And you're like, oh, fuck it. Here's my social. And it's just some guy you writing give us numbers some- down and selling them on the dark web for, like, 100 bucks a pop. What's your account and your routing number for your bank account as well? Right? Hey, what's your mom's main main name and when's her date of hey, birth? Hey, what's your Gmail password? What's your RuneScape password? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to hack your account. I'm going to drop all your stuff. My dad's an admin. You're going to get banned unless you give me your password. My dad's a JMod. <laughs> he works for Jagex. Bank your items. Bank your <laughs> items. Massacre. Hey, if you send, if you give me your items, I'll double your money. Free armor trimming. Doubling money. Doubling. Hit me up. Hey, guys, try this. Jagex won't let you say your password. Try spelling out. It stars it out. It's so funny. We <laughs> <laughs> used to do that all the time. Oh, man. I would lay like- into <laughs> a public chat if they dropped some sort of thing like that. Yeah. I'd be writing like Black Cock sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd hammer that. I'd be all over that. That's bait, dude. Yeah. Oh man, RuneScape was some good stuff. You remember? Yeah, people uh, would be like, yeah, "What should the name of my clan be?" <laughs> You're getting roasted, dude. <laughs> Cock Slammer nine hundred and sixty seven thousand. The equivalent to that back in the day with the Xbox three sixty when everyone used to run the. Uh, the microphone, what, what, what the the fitness mic, whatever. Hmm. You remember what I'm talking about? Like the, the original sa- 360 came that had the like bar, a, like this. Yeah, it was for like um, one of the games they yeah, were trying to do. They were trying like to do like game. a Wii type thing. Yeah, right? and that had a mic in it. Yep. And then a Jesus lot of the kids, Christ. like you know, being a kid, not having money, yeah, you go play Call of Duty and say the N word as many <laughs> times as you can in eight minutes or whatever matches. But uh, yeah. your head, your headset would break. You just run it through that. Well, the equivalent to the RuneScape thing was, uh, hey, Xbox shut off or something like that. And talking through the mic would actually shut the Xbox off. So, Oh, really? And it, like you'll send them a message or something or someone will have their gamer tag as like, hey, Xbox shut off. And they'd be like, what's that gamer tag say? Oh, Xbox shut off. That's weird. And then their Xbox will shut off in the middle <laughs> of the game. <laughs> so they'll be That's in the middle awesome. of dominating people, having like the, the most amazing game of their life. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, oh, hey, Xbox shut off. Nice gamer tag. Oh, shit. And then it'd shut right off. That's <laughs> awesome. You, ever, you guys ever uh, remember people like using uh, lag switches? I used to. I make, hated people doing that. I used that. to do that. I you take an Ethernet cord, and you you wire it into a light switch, and you could. I remember playing Combat Arms, and you'd be like, you'd hide somewhere, and you'd flip the internet off real quick, and you'd run. Everybody would be frozen. You stab them all in the head. You run. You quickly like as, do it as quick as possible, and flip the switch back on. The internet comes on. You kill like four people at once. And you'd, you're you'd a be piece of shit. You teleported <laughs> right back to where you were hiding. It was so fun. You know to make people <laughs> so mad doing that. Oh, yeah. Remember on super spy mode on combat arms. You kill the super spy. I remember that the on whole Black Ops 2. Doing that. The Black Ops 2 days. People doing that. Lag switch. You could literally just unplug the internet cord from the router and do the same thing and plug it back in and you'd instantly like win a match. You know what's awesome now with the Xbox One, the Xbox XS series, whatever? Yeah, you, you probably can't do that now. Um, I, I still have... 
Black Ops 2, and I'll still play it. Mm-hmm. And they still have lobbies. And when yeah, you get into you, a lobby, they're, they're all, all reverse compatible now. Ninety percent of the lobbies nowadays are are modded or hacked lobbies. Like I had one guy that would I'd I'd die and I'd spawn in and he'd be right behind me. Like anytime someone died, <laughs> he'd spawn behind him, like randomly teleport to behind him. That's I had one awesome. game where I literally killed one person. I had all my score streaks. You kill two people, and you know, get you know, you get, like you get max them again. Level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the end of the game, I had like a million XP. By the end of it. Fuck yeah! But yeah. I remember playing Modern Warfare Two with a headset and just saying terrible, terrible things. Oh yeah. Shut that was really a stomping ground for trying to figure out how to be funny, though. Yep. Yeah. Because you know if you said something and a bunch of people laughed into their microphones, that you were funny. Yeah, exactly. So I, when I was playing, I'd be trying to, even if it was unrelated to the game, you know, I had an audience of like six people who, if they all had microphones, you know, try to hold court with six strangers. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. That's almost what I did more than like playing the game. Yeah, that was half the fun, I thought, when... I first, that's the reason I first started playing online games. I thought it was so cool you could just talk to random people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I used to play games I didn't even like playing. Just the fact I could talk to people and, like, fuck around. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then everybody would make fun of me because my voice still sounded like a little girl until I was 18. They're like, what is this 12-year-old <laughs> kid doing on here? And I'd be like, I'm 18. They're like, yeah, fucking right, dude. <laughs> I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> that's literally how yeah. And you're talking, and you're like 18, but you sound like Yeah, we were playing Crash Team Racing on like a... Balls uh, haven't dropped yet. It was a PS1 emulator for the computer, and we were playing like Crash Team Racing together, and I was like talking on it, and I, I think I was 19, and I sounded like I was 12. It was pretty cool. That does sound pretty cool. CTR with Charger Fish 1. I met someone... Unspoken 444. I, I met a lot of friends on Xbox that I'm still friends with today. Like, one of them actually lives in Maine now. Oh, cool. Lived, he lived in New York, Arkansas, California, Texas. Played Xbox for, I mean, together. I mean, I don't get on much now with a mm-hmm. kid and everything, but back in the day, I, uh, you know, we, we, I think we gamed every day for, like, five years. And now nice. I've known him for, like, six, seven, eight I can't remember, like, ten, yeah. almost 10 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's cool. You get connected with people mm. that, you know, otherwise you wouldn't have. Yeah. And sometimes people can be close enough that, you know, you can be a friend with a person. Mm. You play a game, you get into a lobby, you say something funny, they laugh, and they're like, dude, fucking add me. Yeah. And then you play a couple games together, and you get to talking about where you're from and shit, like... It's cool to connect with someone from, like, your home, and then you share something in common. If you're both playing a game you like, you might have more shit in common. That's true, yeah. That is cool. I remember I was playing, um, I was playing PUBG. It's like shooting game years ago. And, um, I was playing, you get put into the game, I was playing with, uh, in a group of four... But uh, without anyone that I knew, so you get like three strangers. And I got a group of people that were from Maine. 
because their usernames were like 207 one guy was like oh, maniac awesome. or something like that and i was like are you fucking are you guys from friggin maine <laughs> And they were like, yeah, dude, what's up? <laughs> Wicked piss out. a cigarette. I'm fucking up to camp. I got Wi-Fi, dude. <laughs> I'm up at Flanders Pond. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked Allen. It was wicked funny. And I added them. And I played with them a couple more times. And it was just so, like, such a coincidence. It was very funny. That's cool. I think the coolest thing with, like, the Call of Duty community is you play with everyone around the world. And what I always tried doing was... Because you're matched up with thousands of random people every, you know, throughout, mm-hmm. you know, every every time. Back in the day, well, you'd be stuck with the same people. But now with the new Call of Duties, a- after every game, you, you find new people every every lobby. And I always made it a thing to try and find the mainers to play with and make mm-hmm. friends with. And I think out of doing that for, you know, the past, like, 10 years of gaming, I think I only found one or two. <laughs> Yeah. But it was always cool, though, because yeah. it's like, oh, you're from Maine? Where where at? Because the thing, like, living in Maine, everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Even though Maine's huge, somehow you know someone from, like, Fort Kent. Through somebody sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you have a mutual. I'm, not everybody, but a lot of times it does. I mean, I went to high school with your wife. Yeah. So. yeah it's but, a small world. But like, Especially southern Maine. But, like, I literally know... A lot of people throughout the entire state through mutuals or friends. Mm. So it's like, oh, where where are you from? And they say, oh, I'm from here. And I'm like, dude, no way. I know so and so. And they're like, do you know them, bro? No shit, I know them. I went to school with them or something, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was that girl you were gonna go on a date once, but it never happened. But who went to school with me, Allie? Mm. Small world, guy. Yeah, yeah it's a small world. It is. Northern Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. I'd say that effect is, like, especially true in northern Maine, too. Oh, I spent a lot of time up there. Well, not a lot, but, like, oh, uh, two and a half years in fire. total. Where the fire is. Yeah, where the fire is in the podcast logo. Prescott. Yeah, Prescott. Prescott. County. Um, is that why you put that in that spot? Oh, fuck yeah. And the 100 is where yeah. he's from. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred is a spot that I've been. And the guy with from. sunglasses is just out there freaking living it up. Yeah. In, in the Central middle, Maine. In the middle. Yeah, the logo actually. All the colors in the logo. He's right over Moosehead. So the dark blue, the light blue, and the green of the state are all the exact color codes of where that color is present in the main flag. That's cool. I like that oh, logo. Because I looked up the main like flag colors, and it gives you like this hex code, which if you plug into like a website for like an exact color, you get exactly the same color. It's very precise. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like pine green, royal blue is the dark blue, and then yeah, it's like bear blue is the lighter blue or something like that. Yeah, I definitely have a hard time seeing that because I think I'm like red, gl- green, colorblind. Really? Oh, that sucks. I I've taken te- I don't know if I really I am, but it's, I have a hard time blind. seeing the numbers. Like in, I can definitely tell different shades of green and stuff, but like when I do the the eye test with the numbers and like the dots, I can't see some of them. So it's dark blue, and then the letters are light blue. Yeah. And uh, the state of Maine is green. Yeah, I can see that obviously. 
Oh, so the your red green isn't affected on that. No, it's more so like when there's like shades of orange and green that are like really close. I can't see okay. them very Let well. Let me show you, because um, the podcast logo. Like on that, does the this 100- is a cool thing actually to tell people about. It's a good chance. The podcast logo of Main Street is seasonal. Oh, As that's the right. seasons seasons change, I have an alternate image of the logo for the proper season that we're currently in. Right now, Did if you you're looking at the logo, it's green pine trees with a big sun. Summertime. Which hasn't really been what this summer has been like. Sometimes. But uh, that is the summer logo. And then this is the fall logo. Ah! Something I didn't yeah. grow this year successfully. Then we got a spring one, which is what the podcast had. That's what it's been like all summer. <laughs> yeah, basically. With a couple it's of got some rain and days. some flowers for the springtime. Hot and rainy. Uh, and then this is uh, after New Year's. This is what it'll be, the winter one. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the dope. trees are now white, snowflakes. And then between, um, between Black Friday... And New Year's, it will be the Christmas the version. Yeah, I get the no way, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you have so one the guy for the, in the uh, original? Of the state has a Christmas hat on, and the the pine trees are white, and then lit up like Christmas trees. Do you have that's one for sweet. the original main <clears throat> flag? What do you mean? The pine tree with the. Oh no! Um, so that could be. What color is that? The, I might the white. The podcast logo is going to evolve. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like going. I'm definitely interested in adopting the colorway, the color scheme of the original flag. So to make the background tan. Yep, tan. And the letters brown. Yep, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that could be cool. I don't know if I could. At get least the, for like a limited time kind of thing. Yes, maybe on like main day or something. Yep. The summer one needs some like mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the logo is going to evolve over time. I'll definitely be adding stuff because I still have all of the the base images and the layers that it took to make these images for the logo. So I'll definitely be adding. I'll, maybe I'll put a on the summer one. I'll put like a Massachusetts and Connecticut state license like plates. license plates <laughs> are uh, small and scattered around the logo in the dumpster and mosquitoes and you know over time. The logos will evolve and be cool. I'll add stuff to every season. will have a different look. And then every season also will have different little almost like knick-knack type things in the logo. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I'm very excited. I think this podcast is the best uh, version of what I've always liked to do. Because I've always enjoyed talking, trying to be funny sharing stories, having conversations and being I'm I love being curious through conversation with people. Yeah. I always have. And so to do do the podcast between having real equipment now, having a, a logo that I'm really proud of, the content that we've been making so far has all been much better than where I thought we'd be at this point. We're only a couple episodes in. Yeah, it's pr- it's and flowing good. Every guest that I've had on seems as comfortable as I ever was. Even though yeah. I've I had some experience doing this already. Yeah. I've recorded like 30 episodes of an old podcast that I had done before, which I deleted, which was kind of a mistake because I think that would have been cool to have now. 
But so I had a lot of experience of like lining up guests and having people on and recording and trying to edit and upload and render the stuff. And like now this is like the best content, the best like equipment I could have. The logo is like professionally made. I'm so proud of how it came out. I like that you have different ones for different yeah. reasons. I didn't know. Yeah, that. and uh, everyone that's been on has been super comfortable and very entertaining. Yeah. And I'm more comfortable than I used to be. I used to like think like I was pressured, like oh, I have to like, like like I'm almost like I'm like on TV or something. Yeah. But like it's better. You don't even think that you're on. A, you're just talking. Like yeah, we're just having a conversation. conversation. Yeah. We just like, happen to be te- talking into yeah. the microphone. Nobody's listening. That's how it comes. That's what the podcast is supposed to be. I mean, other people do it. You can have, like, a scripted podcast and shit like that, but... That's, yeah, that's not as cool. Well, no, there are podcasts that are scripted or, like, educational and, like... They're well, just yeah, a different thing, yeah, but for a comedy podcast, like, what this yeah. is, having people around that have the ability to be funny and enjoy themselves and share stories and be curious... Yeah. It just makes a great product. I guess when you say scripted, it's not like scripted what they say, but it's like a certain topic they stick yes, to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which I like listening to those a lot too, like even like the big And I want this podcast to stuff. be able to be the home of like main base stuff. Yeah. And, you know, eventually if I can get to the point where I have people on from the community who like know something, like a tr- someone who's like knows a trade. Yeah. Who has a local business. You know, and I think it would be cool to share, like, main news. And I don't know if I want to have, like, scripted stuff ever on this podcast. But I would like to have, like, episodes dedicated to, like, telling the story of Maine's history. Yeah. Maybe with someone who genuinely knows it, like, interviewing a historian. And doing the whole story from, like, Native Americans to, like, colonial times. Like, Europeans settling here. And then what happened through all of that, and then bring the story all the way to present day of Maine, like yeah. history and politics, and where we went left when we could have went right, and just like the full story yeah. of Maine. Yeah, I wonder if like if somebody were to listen to this and like, <laughs> hell yeah, like, dude, and to think on uh, somebody to li- somebody to listen to this and maybe even like they liked it, maybe like reach out to you, like, hey, listen, could I be on your podcast? Like if you, if you were like even reaching, mm-hmm. like if you were putting that out there that you wanted someone like that to be on that they could be like, hey, I want to be on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. see, cool. that's the goal is that when I, I've been listening to podcasts since like 2013 or 14. And in that whole time, I've always kind of looked for a podcast that had, that brought Maine into the conversation. Yeah. Because I'm from here and I'm proud of here, and I think there is a gold mine to be made. You know what podcast in, does talk about Maine? In like just like how many people do you know from this area that are just hilarious to be around? There's a quite lot. a few, and we live in such a rural place that that's never going to be shown to the world. Maine is such a funny place. Yeah, it is cold here. It is miserable Not in right. the summers. It's hot and humid and full of pla- people from away. Yeah, and. It develops a person to be very funny. You have to be able to have fun and be comfortable and find a way to be happy with your surroundings because most of the time you can find it ain't very hard to find something to bitch about. (laughs) Fucking traffic down on the causeway was horrible. If it's not traffic, it's completely isolating, brutal, long winters. Yeah. So you flip-flop half of the year, you're in your home by yourself, and the other half of the year you're swamped with people. That you have nothing in common with. Yeah. 
if you're a local and you're a blue collar person standing next to someone who has like their third home is yeah. in Maine and that they're on vacation within their BMW. Well, it's times, very hard yeah. to have anything yeah, in common with people like that. It's cool. It's, you think of those people as snobs that sometimes you find some of those people are actually really cool. I mean, I, I will say like out of staters and give them shit and stuff, but it's all just playful. I don't yeah. have anything against someone well, who has more money than me, Definitely, but it's just yeah. like that. You're never going to have like a conversation like this with a person like that who doesn't know you first. Probably not. I've definitely Whereas met some people, people that from are around cool. here. If you stop them, they might talk to you for an hour because they got nothing going on. Yeah, and they're super interesting, and they've had very cool lives. Yeah, and they got a ton to say. Yeah, but you know, rarely anyone ever is going to hear it. Right. And like all the people that I've met in my life, living in this area, working in this area in Southern Maine, there's been countless people that I've encountered in my life that I love would could love to have been able to get into like an interview like this. Yeah, because you talk to them and it's like, man, this would be funny if like the other people could hear what they're saying. Exactly. Or and maybe it's just there's a lot of history, a lot of knowledge in people. Mm. Especially mm. about this area, it's not something that you can find a book about. Nope. It's not something There's that some you can find an like article about. We have very little news coverage here, yeah. even locally newspapers and their archives. It's not a full story of what goes on here. It's oral history. Yeah. And you have to be able to capture that if you want it to survive. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that, you know, if you fast forward 20 years from now, that people are just not going to remember. It's just going to be lost. Yeah. And I think maybe that's a little pretentious of me to say that a little bit of that I can save by doing this podcast. You never know. But I am genuinely concerned about the areas like history being completely lost with the amount of people that moved to southern Maine from away. And there's the lack of people really curious about like the history of Maine. Yeah. It seems like you're going to have to go to a museum to fucking learn anything. Yeah. That Maine is such an old place, but it seems like it has, like, new memory. Yeah. Or that the memory here is, like, lost. Yes, everybody's just moving here to have, like, quote-unquote camps, and they're, like, million-dollar houses just so they can go skiing in the wintertime for a couple weekends. And and, that, and like, obviously that's a very something. small exception yeah. most places, but in southern Maine it's concentrated because anyone who you could think could do that financially... If they live in New England, they probably choose to do it in Southern Maine. So, you know, we're talking about like one percenter type people. But, you know, there's so many one percenters around here if you just drive around because this is where they all buy homes. Yeah. Because it's beautiful here and it's rural and you can be alone with the nature. For now. And clean air and sunshine and it's a great place to be. But, you know, I, I hope eventually that the full scale this podcast will be that i'll have people on that you know i'm not just farting into my microphone and getting them to he and haw (laughs) that you know it's someone that you know can share something that that recording that episode will be something that you can be like hey if you don't know about the history of maine go fucking listen to this yep because it's the easiest access or easiest access to receiving that information it's going to be hard to get anyone to go to the library, find a book on Maine history, have some. rent it, bring it home, read the whole fucking thing, like yeah. internalize the knowledge that you read and then return the book rather than just being to open your phone, Googling something and listening for an hour. Yeah. So, and That's it would true. do people a lot of good to be able to hear that. And people from away should know the story of Maine too. 
If you come and vacation here, if you have a home here, if you want to have a home here, if you want a vacation in Maine, it wouldn't hurt to know a little bit about the place. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's kind of hard to find it. Even if you go on YouTube, there's like old PBS locally like um, made little segments of the history, but it's not the full story. It's only what's ended up on YouTube. And yeah. I have some really cool books about it that my parents do. There's a lot of historic pictures, too. I'll have to bring them over here sometime. We can look at them. Like, even, like, the Lakes Region area. Like, even there's a book about, like, Naples and Sebago, Casco, and Bridge. And there's, like, one about Wyndham. Some pretty cool stuff. You want to know a cool, cool fact? <clears throat> you remember my house over in South Bridgeton? The gray one on the corner off yeah. 107? Yeah, your grandparents' house. Next to what? The gray house? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> So back in the day, in like the like the early 1900s, I want to say, my house used to be a post office. Yeah, it looks like it could be. And where the yard is, where I have a we had a maple tree. Well, it's now a maple tree, but that used to be like a general store. Yeah. And then it burnt down or whatever. But the house that I grew up in got was back in the day, like I said, a post office. And growing up in our basement staircase, it had the original South Bridgeton Post Office sign. That's cool. And I have, oh, yeah. and my grand my grandmother has photos of it from back in the day of what it used to be, which is pretty cool. And then if you go down Fosterville Road, the old church, and then right across the street used to be the old schoolhouse and library. But oh yeah, yeah, South Bridgeton used to have their own community. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a lot of places like that. Yeah, I like never knew that. that. And like, um, you know, uh, I lived in Bridgeton. Go down 107 towards where 117 hits, and you got what is it, uh, Sandy Creek Road, that cut across that brings you t- towards the dump road. Yeah. Second house on the road on your left. Back in the day, used to be a general store. Back in, my dad told me stories when he was younger. It used to be a like a little. Like almost like a Jim Bob's or something. Mm-hmm. Now that's just a house. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's. I notice a lot of towns like the historic, um, like the in-town areas are like different than they are mm. now. Like even Naples, like I think, like Eads Falls used to be like more like in like the center, like Naples Village they called it. I think, and where instead of like, I mean, there's always stuff going on at the causeway, but like I think they used to consider like Eads Falls like in-town Naples. And if you're familiar with Bridgeton, like. All the houses on Main Street used to be, you know, back, like, they're all apartments now, but back in the day, all used to be houses. Mm-hmm. Got, now they're all apartments. You know, yeah. I know a lot of people that live in them now. That back yeah, in there the day was a couple holdouts, old. too, for a while. There was yep. a couple of people that that's just where their house was. It was, like, two houses up from Rennie's. Mm. Yeah. And that's just, like, that's how the neighborhood developed out, was, like, you were next to, like, a grocery store, and then the Magic Lantern became this huge building, and... There used to be a little hair salon there. Yep. Yeah. I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah, I remember that. My mom used to go there to get her hair cut, and when they built, rebuilt the Magic Lantern, the movie theater in Birchton, Maine, to what it is now, which is like a big, you know, four-screen, big, really nice movie theater that we have the privilege of having right in downtown Birchton. It's amazing. 
But when they did that, it made that little hair salon, which was like the size of this room. Yeah, it was tiny. It was a tiny little building. It made it like an eyesore. And then people were like, hey, how much longer is this going to be here? I think it's the hair salon And that's just like how there. time went on is that all those little houses and little buildings all become eyesores when you have a bunch of big buildings on the street. Yeah, Bridgeton's you know, developed. You know why they're eyesores? Because the, the out-of-staters say so. Maybe to sometimes. us, it's, it's you know like uh, well, Main I mean, and variety, it kind of is. You know? It kind of is. I mean, I live here, and I used to look at that building, and it just seemed out of place. Mm. And it's unfortunate that I kind of like stuff like that, though. That's out of place. Yeah, it's it, cool. it does have its own little charm about it. But this was it was an old house. It was a very tiny building. It looked like someone's bedroom with <laughs> walls and a roof. And it had white paint on it that was, like, coming off. And it was next to a brand new building that was made out of wood. And Yeah. I mean, the Magic Lantern looks like a nice building. Yeah. Mm. It's got a lot of glass on it. It's beautiful. And then so that building in front of it was, like, this building kind of looked like shit before the Magic Lantern was here. And it does have its own little charm, but... Even I saw it, and I was like, man, get this fucking thing out of here. The Dutch Lantern fucking rules. I, I don't know. I haven't been in I think so, and then I think there's parking for Rennies there or something. Yeah, probably. I saw a thing on Facebook. If I remember correctly, they <clears throat> it was one of those news stories that whatever people, you know, those advertised Facebook ads that said that the Magic Lantern, out of all the movie theaters in the state of Maine... I think was rated as one of the best in the entire state. Yeah, it's really Believe nice. Believe it or not. I haven't yeah. been there in a while. I remember going to the old one. And yep. the old one had like carpet on I remember the inside. Yeah. in elementary school Greasy. going to Stevens Brook. Uh, I remember it was a school field trip because Stevens Brook was literally not even eighth of a mile up the road. Up, mm-hmm. You know, field trip, I think what we saw... We go we we go to movies, mm-hmm. you know, and see movies for a field trip. So like I remember when Finding Nemo came out, school went on a field trip to the Magic Lantern to watch Finding Nemo. I think the other one was like Monst- Monsters Inc. or something. I can't remember, but we I remember in elementary school going to the Magic Lantern on field trips and see multiple movies, which was cool. Remember seeing mm-hmm. Shrek the Third for field trip? Shrek. I think I, I think that saw, was actually the other one with Shrek. I saw the first Hobbit movie there, back in the day when it was, um, you know, the original Magic Lantern. I think Fall I remember apart. seeing Star Wars there. I remember seeing Lord of the Rings there. I saw some great movies in the in uh, the Magic Lantern, and then when they rebuilt it, the building is so nice. Mm. It's such a cool thing to have in a downtown of a town too, because yep. people don't do that anymore in Presque Isle. There's a movie theater right on Main Street in Presque Isle, and it's just, like, barely hanging on. There was a little one in Farmington just like that. Near but it's so nice to have a, on Main Street a movie theater that has, like, a fucking sign up with showings. It's like a, yeah. you know like really a cool lit-up sign at night. It's just nice. Yeah. And those things, because people don't really go to the movies as much anymore since COVID. COVID I mean, and streaming services. Yeah, it's like the local businesses are are really struggling. If you like movies, once in a while, go to a fucking movie theater, even if it's by yourself. Don't be a pussy. And we have the drive-in even, too. You don't even have to get out of your car. It's not sad to go to the movies by yourself. Nope. Be a fucking... Be a human and go buy a movie ticket at your local movie theater because yeah. they're fucking dying for it. And you can rent for 15 bucks a month Netflix and watch a million movies. I get it. 
People don't have a lot of spare money. It's a lot cooler. But, dude, if you've got nine bucks kicking around, you can either buy a pack of cigarettes or you can buy a fucking pack of chewing gum or you can go to a movie theater. Yeah. It's it's not that expensive. You can get a matinee for nine bucks on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I never even thought of that. Like, going to the, even the drive-in like we have, too. You could go into your own car. It wouldn't That's another dying Because you don't even have to get out of your car. Yeah. You just sit in your car and watch a movie. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Why not? And they need the business. Yeah, exactly. And if these things go away, we're going to severely miss them. Mm-hmm. When I was well, at college up in Aroosa County, so I was in the University of Maine at Presque Isle, and there was a town just north of um, Presque Isle called Caribou. Mm. Yeah. And Caribou had a movie theater that I went to and saw um, American Sniper when I was in college. Phenomenal movie. Great movie. Movie theater was cool. Uh, that was like the spring semester. We went home for summer, came back the next fall. Movie theater was closed. Uh, that's too bad. And that was back in 2015. That's what's happening to a lot of cool places around here. And it's like, damn, now there's one movie theater in this area. Mm-hmm. I hope that one stays open because if not, you're going to have to, you know, go for a drive to find a movie theater. Yeah. Highly recommend going to the drive-ins. Like I've been saying all summer that I've I, wanted to organize I've been a saying trip. that for three years, going so, to the drive-in. So we need to fucking go, because there's some good movies yep. coming out this we'll summer. right now. Um, Barbie's coming out, <laughs> which seems like, it, unless you watch the trailer, it seems like, oh, that's just like a kid's movie about Barbies. If you look it up, it's like going to be like they're bashing the movie. It's going to be funny. They're 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 going to make fun of Barbies and like playing with dolls, and it's going to be oh, a funny nice. movie. And Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan's new movie is coming out. Mission Impossible just came out. The Drive-In's got some good fucking Aren't they coming out with a new Fast and Furious? That one just came out. Oh, that already came out. Fast 10 or something. I I always liked the original one. I never kept up with all the newer ones that keep coming out. But we need need to go to the Drive-In's. Yes. And we were just uh, at Clint's last night. Um... And I told him the same thing, and he said he couldn't do this weekend, but that he would like to go. Because yes. he should bring his kids mm-hmm. with him, and we should just take, like, four vehicles and just all park next to each other. Light off fireworks and just all and sit out and watch the, <laughs> a double double feature. That'd be sick. That would be cool. Yeah, it's sad in Maine. Like, I think around a whole country, a lot of drive-ins are going away. The There's only with, like, two. Even racetracks. COVID brought them back. Yeah. There was a couple of them that were barely holding on, and then all of a sudden... Stand up Anyone could go to a drive-in because yeah. no no risk with COVID, and there was a lot of yeah, uh, exactly there was a lot of drive-ins actually that came back to life. I know uh, Pride's Corner in Westbrook, Maine. Oh yeah, that's Did a that drive-in. One open up I think again? that one was on the ropes oh, yeah. before COVID. Yeah, I think I that, that one was, was cl- about the tank. That was that's been closed a couple times. And then for like it? 2020 and 2021, they probably had the best fucking years they've ever had. Yeah, but Is no, no. They closed, really? but I heard rumor they might be coming back. That's but the only one I've ever been to. I think there's only out of like the state. I think there's only like two or three drive-ins open. I think Sockos there's one closed. in Arusta County. Saco's closed. Uh, Skowhegan just closed. I think a year or two ago. Damn. And then there's another one. There's one closed. in Arusta County. But, I know that for sure. I Bridgeton, don't know if it's still open. But Bridgeton and Westbrook are like the only two locals. But I heard rumor possibly Saco might be opening back up. And Pride's Corner, uh, the Bridgeton Drive-In, that does double features. It plays two movies. But Pride's Corner only plays one movie at a time. They only got one Mm -hmm. screen. When I went to the one in Saco, it was a double feature. It was the new, so the new Lion King and the new uh, Aladdin. 
Nice. Junk. Nice. Lion King's sad. Kinda. So we've got a long episode, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah what are we at time-wise now? Three hours. Really? I don't know. Probably Might be. Two. <laughs> two and a half. We are at an hour and 41 minutes. Shit, yeah. I think that's time. Time to wrap it up, boys. Any Shout out words? to AG Excavation and Septic for your excavation and septic needs. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> do you want to do that one more time? I think I talked over you for a second. Shout out to AG Excavation, local company, Casco, Maine, for your excavation and septic needs. They have a Facebook page, yes, AG sir. Excavation. They do. That has uh, a phone number to contact them if you need any landscaping, any... Um, they do septic septic uh, work. They also do uh, shit houses, excavation. He's got uh, porta potties now. Rent a porta potty. A G excavation.